Ronan. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Juice in the Morning. We are in a new studio. It's actually just down the hall. Um, I spent the whole day yesterday moving everything. Couldn't get the uh, old table that uh, the Smugcast let us borrow in because they decided to make it to where you couldn't take the legs off of it. So I uh, I hauled in a uh, plastic table and I overcame and adapted and uh, we we're just uh, we're winning now. But across from me, Johnny Bowden is back. How are you doing today, man? Uh, poor life choices make me feel like absolute shit right now, but <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm loving I'm loving the Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Thank you. It took me about three minutes to figure out the Batman was on it as well, so I, I'm I'm appreciating that. Thank but it's you. good to see you, man. Shane is sick this week, so you will not hear his lovely voice on the podcast this week. But the third person joining us today is Eddie Blake. How are you doing today, man? I'm good, man. How are you? I appreciate you taking the time to come out here to Indiana because I think it's just a weird situation. Like I saw somebody share your video on Facebook because I'm friends with like a million people on Facebook just for the podcast. Right. And I watched the video and I was like, immediately I clicked on your name and I liked your page and then sent you a message because I assumed you were not in Indiana. Like I was just like, this video is like, I was like, this isn't like a guy from Indiana. This, like, so I, I messaged you. I said, Hey man, you want to like call in and do an interview or something? Cause we've done some phone interviews with the podcast. And then, uh, you know, through a couple messages, we found out that you were in Indiana and I was like, well, do you just want to come into the studio? <laughs> so I'm glad to have you on, man. So, um, kind of give people just an idea because, uh, I saw from your post that you'd said, you know, two years in the making of this video and this song kind of give us a little bit of like the, the story of how that kind of happened. Happened. Yeah, um, it's kind of crazy because um, it started out as I actually wrote that as a rap record because um, I used to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, then I realized I can't rap. It's <laughs> um, really the story of everyone wants to be a rapper. Like, Damn. Like, I got bars for days, but like, I just put on a record. It's just like, this guy sounds like an awkward white dude. So, I don't uh, so I, uh, what happened is I actually wrote it as a rap record. Um, someone saw me perform. Um, his name's actually Amani Trey Niner. He uh, is pretty big in the city. Um, he went on tour with 3-6, Lil White, a handful of other people. Um, he's been around the industry. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, he's dope. Those um, are like some and- of my favorite like older. like <laughs> really? I mean, they still make stuff, but like they were my like my shit back in the day. Oh, for sure. And 3-6 gets, has just now started getting credit for like legitimately influencing the entire planet. Good. Which is entertainment, which is amazing. Love that. Um, but uh, he's also a tattoo artist. He's just one of the most talented people I've ever met in my life. And uh, he saw me perform one time at this open mic when I was kind of trying to figure out what I really wanted to do. And he was like, bro, like, come through. Like, let's work. I'm like, uh, okay, sure. And I show him what I had. He's like, no, that's your sound. Pointed to not even Ghost Town. Like, not even this record that I've been pushing. Yeah. Uh, he's like, Yo, that's your sound. I'm like, really? I guess, whatever. It wasn't me rapping. It was me kind of like doing more harmonizing type yeah. shit. And uh, he's like, when you go to the studio, like, call me. I'll come through. I'm like, all right, cool. Let him know. He's a busy guy. So it's like he gets there like an hour and a half in the session. Yeah. And he's like, let me hear what you got. And um, Freddie Bunn's engineer, he plays play and starts out this uh, this little down, 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 that intro is on <laughs> yeah. there. And uh, he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And he hears me start rapping and he just starts ra- like berating me. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you goddamn idiot? <laughs> I told you not to fucking rap. You're so stupid. And I was just like, but in my mind, but I'm a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then he hears awesome. this, this hook. Is the, hook, the hook is actually written as I originally wrote it. Yeah. And um, then he hears that and he just stops talking. And he just goes, do that. I go, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, do that the whole fucking time. Yeah. And um, I was like, I don't understand what you're talking about because <laughs> I'm a rapper. And he's like, what's the first line of the song? I said, sick of the liquor is to water down. And he just goes, sick of the liquor is to water down. I go, bet. And I just go in the studio and knock yeah. the bitch out. That's awesome, and dude. It's, it's crazy because like, we just ended up breaking the whole record down and uh, he, uh, 
kind of helped me teach me how to really be a songwriter for right. real as opposed to just being a rapper. So, so is that like, is that the future? Is that what you're, what you're going for? Is yeah. that kind of, yeah, actually, um, that feel cause, out. cause that video, dude, I'm telling you, we're, we'll get into it and we'll play the song so that people can hear it on the audio podcast. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Like as soon as I heard the lyrics, I was like, and I want to know kind of a little bit more like detail on like what, what inspired you to even write that song too. Oh man, that's a, that's, that's fun. Um, so, um, <laughs> so it's actually, um, I did it a girl for like three years as mm-hmm. all stories go. And, um, uh, we kind of, uh, we fell out. Um, I was kind of a fuckhead. Um, Hey, we all been there. She like, <laughs> we it probably, I always like justified in my head, like, man, if she would have just forgiven me, I would have kept being a fuckhead, but she never forgave me. So I kept, <laughs> it's actually probably so I kept being a fuckhead. So it's like, shit, we actually fell out for real. Um, I wrote this record, um, and then we got back together, which is kind of weird. <laughs> and then we, I showed it to her, and she's like, "Wow, that's like, she like when I rap in person, it actually sounds really tight. Mm-hmm. It just never comes out on a on a record, right? So I rapped it to her, sang the hook, and she's like, "This is really, really fucking good." Like she was yeah. shocked. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm tight." <laughs> so, so I kind of do this. Eventually, um, we, we broke up for real again, um, and that was right before I recorded the the real yeah. version of the song. Um, so it's been kind of like festering. I actually saw her at the club oh, yeah. last week uh, with her new man. Fucked up. Uh, is, is, is he uh, lower class? Obviously, uh, no. He seems like a nice guy. It was, it was weird because like, that's a very we, respectful response too. I like. That. I mean, don't get me wrong. Fuck. Him. <laughs> but, but I mean, I, I, I never, I never actually met the guy. So yeah. like, I'm just like, whatever, dude. Yeah. I mean, he's got a real job. I don't. So like, I, get, I get the appeal. I suppose. But, like, but um. But yeah, no, so I was basically just kind of inspired by that and the fact that I just, um, I mean, I always feel like, I've always for years and years felt really alone all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been this weird place where I went to Greenwood High School for a lot of my, uh, graduated from Greenwood High School, lived in what Greenwood year? for a long time, 2010. Okay. Um, lived in Greenwood for a long time, but I lived in the trailer park mm-hmm. and like my mom, actually like I was in the, I was in the crib at, when I was eight years old like, at the house. Um, when my house got raided oh shit my mom dealt meth yeah shit Jeez. was real like, that's no. crazy yeah, that's insane right Thank, <laughs> I mean like <laughs> I, I'm glad we're getting in on this because yeah, this is like dude. people like, are people are learning a lot right now yeah. let's go I feel like I'm talking a lot but no I'm it's great it's that's that's like, what fuck. it's that's what it's for yeah. I mean I, I appreciate that's awesome but, and that's not awesome like it's awesome but you're sharing <laughs> it with us yeah. right uh, but no I saw like shit like that happened and like I've always kind of felt like this weird out of place in Greenwood being the broke ass poor motherfucker like I was selling gum and like candy and shit in middle school like to help pay for our fucking bills like, that's crazy like obviously it wasn't drugs but it was like yeah. one step away from that type of shit oh yeah, yeah like, I mean the, I was, that's that's like the, the gateway well that's <laughs> like, what I'm saying like, I was fucking I ele- got that juicy which, fruit, I mean, bro <laughs> no deadass catch me over here going to Dollar General buying a four pack of Bubblicious for a dollar <laughs> flipping on bitches for a dollar <laughs> swear to god like, there were, I was flipping Yu-Gi-Oh cards too I was out here like really getting after it like there were days I'd come home with 80 Box. Yeah, she was dumb. Like, um, <laughs> but uh, like no eleven year old should be having to pay your fucking bills. No. You know what I'm saying that's kind of I fucked up. Completely agree. Um, so I kind of just lived this backward ass life where I started acting an ass when I was like nineteen or twenty instead of when I was fucking fourteen. Right. And so I've been kind of living backwards, I suppose. And I felt I've always felt this kind of out of place, like alone type shit and I've been dealing with depressions I was fucking nine. Yeah, and, so like, and what's crazy about that is I mean I've talked about it on the podcast before but like for me uh, I mean I, I kind of really relate to that <clears throat> we just kind of like have I feel like gone a couple of different ways with it because for me 
I, I've always had that same feeling, but it was mainly because I felt like I didn't actually like, uh, associate with a specific group. Like I wasn't like, cause I was like trying to like hang out with everybody. Cause I had interests that everybody had, yeah. but I didn't, I didn't ever felt like I got like a best like group of friends. And so <clears throat> instead of like, you know, getting like down deep inside of myself, I, I completely changed my personality and had a, I created almost like an alter ego. And that's where juice in the morning comes from. Cause my nickname growing up was juice really? because juice was like the guy that went out partied and like would be drinking vodka straight from the bottle, like doing chugging contests with everybody to see how long you could go and like counting the one, two, three, and seeing how long you could drink out of a vodka bottle and like blacking out, having a good time, never ever, you know, any stress or anything like that. But that was like my alter ego. <clears throat> and then, you know, you, you do that for so long that you start to almost like feel like you are that person. Yeah. And then like, I got to the point where I was uh, like figuring out that my life was kind of shitty and I had just met my wife at the time. And I like didn't text her for like two or three weeks because I was like, I need to get my shit together before I like <laughs> hang out with her again. Like I, I didn't have a car, I didn't have any money. Like I, I, I remember those days. <laughs> like I didn't have, I didn't have anything. I was just partying all the time, living like right across the street from my job. So I would just walk over to my job and I would just like ask people to pick me up if I needed to go anywhere. And so I did that. And then like now my life's completely different. Like I feel like I'm, I honestly get sad now because I can't like do those like crazy days anymore. I miss going, I miss going out and like somebody saying like, Hey, what's the plan tonight? I don't have a plan. We're going out. That's the plan. <laughs> Get me out of here. That's the extent of the plan. We're going to the, we're going to the bar and then I'm going to meet like 17 different people. And then we might end up at somebody's house. We might end up in like, you know, right next to the canal or something like that. Just hanging out. Like it just happens. And I, I miss those days, but then also at the same time, I like the security of knowing I have a place to sleep and yeah. my wife and I are happily married. That so that's dumb. <laughs> no, but it's, it's funny. You bring up like alter egos and shit because like that's the name Eddie Blake comes from like okay. um, have you guys ever seen the movie The Watchmen yes yeah. the comedian that's, that's the comedian. when I googled because yes. I googled you like right away <laughs> right. and that was like one of the things that came up right yeah. away I was like oh okay like I see that <laughs> <laughs> right and it's like the whole idea of like knowing like all the shit that's fucked up and like becoming a parody of that until you actually become that. Yeah. Kind of what, it's kind of what I have lived in my fucking life. Right. To be honest, like I was out here being like, no, I'm a sober kid, bro. My dad's an alcoholic. My mom does crack. I can't do this shit. Yeah. It's going to tear me apart. Now I'm out here doing coke in the middle of fucking bars. <laughs> like what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, like so far, like just to fall and be like, fuck it, bro. We all going to die, right? Like, right? That's, hey dude, I'm not like this. That's kind of like a joke, but not really like, like I'm always like, because I'm like in the middle of quitting smoking and like like cigarettes, and my wife's like like every time I smoke, she gives me that like, oh you you know you're you're lying to me all the time. You goddamn you, piece of shit. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like I'm like you know what like let me live my life and enjoy it a little. Like I'm bumming a cigarette for my friend. It's not like I bought a pack and I'm smoking a pack a day. Um, but no, uh, how did you how did you get involved in music then? Um, well, I've always like been in, like I started as a rapper I've always been infatuated with hip hop like the first two CDs I ever bought with my own money that like weren't my mom buying me the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC CDs uh, which are fire by oh yeah they're, they're still they're great slap, like, 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 there's no uh, no arguing it no the first uh, CDs I ever bought with my own money were uh, Outkast Stankonia um, Ludacris Word of Mouth and Murphy Lee's uh, Murphy's Law that actually was a great like a <laughs> couple a of great, great songs on there <laughs> oh they were bangers yeah on the yes, there was on. like 
Um, so that's a like real quick, like not to interrupt you, but real quick, what was the first album that you bought, Johnny? Oh shit, that's a good question. Ooh, I didn't hear this. I don't know. You got. You'd have to. Get so okay. So I'll life. tell you guys mine because I and I oh, probably actually, I do know. I've probably talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I was big into movie soundtracks. Okay. Because like that. Because movie soundtracks back in the day did not have uh, parental advisory stickers on them. So like my mom would like tell me I couldn't buy anything that had a parental advisory You're sticker. Old, bro. So what I would do is I would buy <laughs> I would buy the album. That was the um, the movie soundtrack. Like for example, one of the f- the very first one I bought was the Waterboy soundtrack. It's got some great jams on it. It's a very very good, but it's like a lot of Southern rock, like because of it being like based in like Louisiana or Baton Rouge or whatever. But then uh, my second one was uh, Godzilla soundtrack. That's actually has a bunch of bangers. Dude, it's got a oh lot God. of good songs. And uh, and the thing is, is like I. I listened to that and knew about that and like loved the guitar riff from the P Diddy song before I even knew yes. who Led Zeppelin was. Like I didn't even, like I was like that's the I was like, like when I heard when I heard that song by Led Zeppelin the first time I was like I was like dude that's a really good like P Diddy song like what where is this coming from and they're like wow. <laughs> and then Respect. I then I got then I got my music education as I grew up but yeah that was uh, I always did I always did soundtracks and it was Waterboy and uh, I want to say Godzilla those two were like kind of the first few that I bought. Yeah. Well, Soundtracks were like mixed CDs. Like that's why I loved them CDs. because like, I because I would get you'd get an album of somebody and you'd like like maybe two or three songs and then you'd just be done with it. Right, you'd be like whatever. See, I remember the days where I used to tape the radio. Oh, dude, I did that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. did that. Mickey yeah. Ficky mix, dude. Yeah. I used to do that yes, all the time because because what I would do is I would I would tape the I would tape the Mickey Ficky mix from like nine to like ten or whatever on my tape and then I would go through each song and then try to find the song on LimeWire and download yes. and download. Computer age. <laughs> every song is. <laughs> uh, I I remember now the first thing the first album I ever bought with my own money was Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog God Flavored Water. It. I'm looking at you right now. I'm like, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, dude. I went biscuit hey, like, park and shit. I, still I was can that jam out kid, to some like, of that. Everybody, <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, and then I would say, like, you know, the the first band that I really listened to hardcore was Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind is my favorite of all time you're so you go so hard bro i I love it i love it i do too i can't really remember any of their songs though but i know (laughs) you're 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 a freak i'll to talk records they have my shoe would step back from oh that's that's my yeah oh dude i used to i saved so many children to that soundtrack playing in my head (laughs) i'm serious i took a bullet the other day i didn't have to save that child but i took that bullet (laughs) (laughs) so so you were in the middle of uh i was asking like what your inspirations were and you were telling me the the albums that you got um oh, so who's who's some of the inspirations that like kind of influenced you as a as a musician or rapper up, low key. um so andre 3000 i mentioned outcast yep. um um kid cuddy was very important to me um man that, that man that i saved my life at one point really um, too actually yeah. um then uh shoot who else lupe, lupe fiasco um, just Kick just, Push uh, no. is one of my buddy's like favorite it's albums one, of all time. I'm pretty sure he has yeah. like lyrics tattooed on him. From I'm it. not surprised. Like, Kick <laughs> Push is one of the one of the greatest rap songs ever made because it's so there's so many layers to it. 
but that whole album, the first two albums, Lupe was supposed to be the best rapper of all time. Mm-hmm. He disappointed. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. He disappointed. Um, but uh, which I mean, I'm talking. I can't wait till somebody talks shit about me on a podcast one day. Like, goddamn, like, well, we're we're actually hoping that that happens. Like that you get big enough that that somebody just is like, you know, fuck that guy, and then I can be like, yeah, he was on my podcast. Fuck you. Yeah. Big facts. Like fuck that guy. He sounds like he's in a bubble stuck in his throat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh. And actually, uh, probably Young Thug is really a big recent one, um, and um, that's really because like I like I growing up I had a little like, big speech impediment. I still kind of run my work together, and mumble sometimes, and like even in my music sometimes people are like, oh, like I can't understand all the things you're saying. And like at first I was like really worried about that, and then I listen, started listening to Young Thug more and more. I'm like, bitch, good. <laughs> it's not for me. It's not for you. It's for me. Fuck off. Like you can't understand half the shit Young Thug says, and it's still amazing. Yeah. Go fuck it. Yeah. Um, and then actually probably One Direction, which sounds insane. Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about that tweet. I actually wrote that <laughs> note down because uh, I saw your tweet that said uh, One Direction fucks, and one I was like, does fuck, bro? Like, <laughs> but no, because from a like from a songwriting standpoint, you think about like they've got some of the best songwriters in the world working for them. Yeah. So like, I literally study people. Like I've studied people like that over the past three or four years. And actually, my boy, his name's uh, Travis. He's produced for uh, Jack and Jack and uh, some other people who are that's probably the biggest act he's produced for, but a couple other rappers and things like that. Um, he actually put me on to One Direction on the second album back in like 2012 or whatever it was. He was like, bro, you gotta beat this album. I'm like, bro, no. Like, that dumbass, beautiful song that's not even that tight. Like, no. And then their second album is all amazing. Yeah. And I was like, what? No, I'm gonna look him up now. Like, I'm gonna look, like, like, since you said it, I'm gonna look it up and I'm probably gonna be a fan. I'm not I mean, gonna admit that publicly. If, if you like pop music, which there's no reason you shouldn't because it's literally, it's like, made for You're scientifically it. Yeah. proven to like, your brain loves it. Like, just get over it. Yeah. Like, you'll love it. It's party, like, in the, party in the USA, love Miley Cyrus. love to Mbop. That was our favorite thing. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, I can see the, the rhythm getting nice little like, stroke game on. Yeah. Right? yeah. And on the bops, you're actually, you know, like, <laughs> but yeah so like, i study people like that and like because um, otherwise like i would not understand progression and song structures i never took any real music classes ever right i was in choir in fucking middle school and that's like it we didn't really learn shit we just do sang stuff you yeah know? so i mean yeah that's really that's a big one. Also, Lil Aaron, low key, like that man. Who's that? I have uh, not heard that. Lil Aaron is a dude who uh, he's actually from Goshen, Indiana. Oh wow, uh, so he's from close to here. Um, he's worked with like Black Bear, um, Liam Payne from One Direction. Um, he wrote a song for Jeremiah, um, a bunch of people, and he's had his own stuff too. But um, Kiara also, um, but he literally just writes all these hit records, and like he started out writing, like he started writing, and he moved to LA. He said, I'm going to write at least three, three songs a day, which is insane. Yeah, that's crazy. And literally, he wrote three to ten songs every fucking day for like a year. That's crazy. And just eventually <laughs> understood the science behind it all and just got it popped. Well, I mean, they always say like that, that 10,000 hours thing to be like a professional yeah. at something or to be the expert on something. Yeah. You got to do 10,000 hours of it. Yeah. And I'm I'm not even close with the podcast. So <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're well, getting My right it. hand is a professional. <laughs> <laughs> How's the left hand? Though? Still, still amateur. I've got, I've got a, I've got a 
four thousand miles. He's, he's, he's on the J, he's on the JV team. Uh, so 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 thoughts on current music then? Because you know uh, Eminem came out with his new album that like we we spent a lot of time talking about. Because I actually I mean I liked it a lot. Um, the thing is that I've I think the reason that it it reson- resonates with me or yeah resonates with me is because it seems like a lot of stuff he's talking about is like he's like growing up with me almost like uh if you've like his first albums we were crazy we were like i was a crazy younger like teenager kid like hating and like you know hating everything and and then like you know he got like he got all that fame he got very popular he started releasing more poppy songs and then that was like same time as me like my whole life changing of like oh yeah i want everybody to love me i want to be the center of attention (laughs) oh yeah juice and then and then like now like he's disappeared for a while now he's back and he's like talking about yeah he hates like what's going on with like other people and it's like it's the same for me as i get older like i start to but then that's when you start to realize that like age does like affect how you look at people younger than you or like current music or something like that because he's talking smack about a lot of like current music and I'm like yeah he's fucking right that's <laughs> trash that's bullshit like fuck that like get real rap back and that kind of thing yeah I want bars that's all motherfucking bars you don't know nothing about that and then like and then you know the the whole MGK thing and Eminem like that that blew up and honestly in my opinion that's good for both of them like yeah. that's and that's good for music because you know when it's it's um it's my theory. It's like my Madden theory. Madden has no other competition, so it like never ever really gets better. Yes. Like it's just kind of like it like very very incrementally maybe gets better. Right. But when you have competition and people going at each other, as long as they're not killing each other, like Tupac and Biggie, like as long as they're not killing each other, then just keep going at each other. It just makes it better. Tupac we, was killed by Shug Knight. What are you? Yeah, about? that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, Eminem, Lil Wayne. Uh, who else is like Kanye was supposed to release something, but you yeah. just told me he didn't. So yeah. So um, <laughs> but uh, so what what do you think about current music? Like because I honestly your sound in the video that like we're gonna play that actually like here in about let's do like a couple minutes and we'll play that video and play the music um, we'll be able to see the video listeners won't be able to see the video but just go to uh, YouTube and look up uh, Ghost Town Eddie Blake um, but yeah so what do you think about current music now? Well, um, I think it's in a really good place um, in a weird way. Um, I think all of the big rappers have put out a bunch of bullshit this year besides Travis Scott. Um, I think I need to listen to that one because I keep posting like you know when I hear the new little Lil Wayne album or like the Eminem album I'll like I'll post like this is my favorite song from the album and I always have some like jackass <laughs> that's like dude you haven't listened to Travis Scott so <laughs> <laughs> that's real life though like, which I'm also a little biased because I was actually supposed to work on that album but yeah. I'll talk about that later yeah um, I definitely want to hear that <laughs> um, but um, basically I feel like. All, like J. Cole's album was like KOD the title track was was okay it was cool but the rest of it was boring um, Drake put out after getting smacked in the fucking face by Pusha T like a bitch he, <laughs> like his whole first album out, half of that album is all like you don't really want it with the boy type shit and it's like what are you talking about we just watch you get your ass fucking worked <laughs> and you said oh I don't want to put out this rap song that totally exists because Jay Prince told me not to <laughs> because like I definitely would end a career well motherfucker if you bought this life you bought this life you're right. not gonna get this rap respect you want right. without coming out with some problematic bullshit yeah. but then you'll lose some pop fans so exactly. you lost either way shouts to Pusha He's actually the only other motherfucker who hasn't put out bullshit this year. Yeah. Um, so like Drake put out kind of bullshit. The second half was okay. It was it was cool. Um 
Lil Wayne, I thought was it started off really strong. The first couple of records, were dude. Really good. My my favorite one that I wanted to play for Johnny because he hasn't heard it yet what? is uh, Uproar. Uproar, dude. Really? It just it just gets me hype. Yeah. It's like it's like a song that I would listen to in the gym, like my gym playlist. Definitely. I want to listen to that. Definitely. So, definitely. Um, and then I want to say what was the I don't know. I if you listen to them, I probably would say um, if I liked them or not. <clears throat> but the first, I think the number two like because the first song is an intro right, right so then the very of, second song I liked a lot too that was, great. that was very good I think it's, the album started strong I think it just kind of went downhill with a couple he gets fights. he gets in like to a couple of songs where it's 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 the uh, to me a hacky way of doing it where he just says the n-word at, at the end of every sentence <laughs> well you gotta like recognize the word he says before right because that's actually what that's the they're rhyming is. with that's what the rhyme okay. is so, like, because it just to me that just gets like it's like that I feel like it almost feels weak like you're just like not nah, I, I just keep hearing the same thing over and over right. so you feel left out kind of kind of honestly but no it, it just to me it just seems it just seems like a I don't know just a way of doing something differently I guess right. or right. whatever no I feel you I was giving you a hard time but, yeah. uh, but no I feel like it's in terms of like the number one guys like because Kendrick didn't put anything out this year um, so you're kind of Drake J. Cole Kanye which Kid See Ghost was pretty good not great but it was pretty good um, Yay well, had a great intro and like that was it mm-hmm. like um, so Kanye's put out kind of bullshit this year Nas wasn't Nas was boring this year right At After Life Was Good was really really good when it came out a few years ago um, so like all these top tier rappers just put out bullshit then you guys got like Trippy Red and Kyle who put out amazing albums mm-hmm. and it doesn't make any sense yeah like, and, and, like, and what <laughs> yeah and then the other thing the thing I posted is all these guys from like our heyday of music that we liked when we were younger are putting this stuff out I was like where's Ludacris I want some Ludacris <laughs> back too. dude I no, love Ludacris <laughs> he's supposed to be dropping something soon I heard that as well I heard that as well you can't speak so casually when you talk about <laughs> yeah. your SAT words bro because <laughs> Paul uh, from Pointless Discussions, a podcast in Cincinnati, Ohio, he and I are pretty good friends. And uh, he was like, uh, T.I., what was the T.I., most one of the most recent albums? Oh, man. Anyways, Has he put anything out in the last? Basically, he whatever his like album was like when Paul was in college, he was like that album got me through college. He was like it was a great album. So, T, he's a big fan of Ti. I always said Ti was kind of like I liked him, but he wasn't like he wasn't like the top of the yeah, the charts for trap me. Music was that fucking shit, indeed. <laughs> uh, and King was that shit. Um, Ti yeah, was, was, was that shit. Paper Trail was I a forgot, very underrated like, you're, you're album. You're like naming like, like all the stuff that bangers. was really we good. Only, like, <laughs> bro, like on the rubber band, man, Wild the Taliban, <laughs> on my right, 45 on the other hand, bro, it slaps <laughs> all day. Like, <laughs> yes, it does. Like, man. That's awesome. And so, so like, do you think uh, we're headed in the right direction with music nowadays? Um, yeah, I mean, I think so. I think, I think it's very hypocritical of anyone to say we're going in the wrong direction because everyone always says we're going in the wrong direction right. that shit right. everyone always wants to be like well when I was when I was 17 <laughs> listen to Limp Biscuit. Biscuit. Hey, hey, why are you looking at <laughs> me you fuck y'all you brought that motherfucker on you man oh you like, I did it all for the cookie though <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but everyone always says that shit and it's like realistically like like I never fucked with like XXXTentacion or whatever like but everyone th- like, so you saying that that's the first time I think I've ever heard it pronounced because I like I'm always I'm always reading it and I'm like 
extension. See, that's oh. how I always read it too. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I'm glad that you said it though, because now I've learned oh. something. Every like you <laughs> learn something every day. I can't wait for someone to respond to this. Man, he fucked up saying it too. <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen. That's fine. Um, but no, um, like him, he was incredibly impactful. To like, I have a cousin who was who's 17. And he that's a big fucking deal for yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Like when he died, which is you know it sucks because apparently he was just now getting his shit together and being a less of a terrible person. So right. it's like, well. Of course, you, you die before redemption. It sucks to be you. Yeah, that's that's a it's a rough up, spot. Like, it's a rough spot to be in, man. Like, uh, especially if he was like in his in his way up, and you know, there's all those like conspiracy theorists out there too. So <laughs> I want to get your thoughts on that well, too. Conspiracy theorists are the same motherfuckers who were saying Bill Cosby only got locked up because he was trying to buy NBC when he's only worth like two hundred fifty million dollars, <laughs> and NBC's worth like four billion. Yeah, the no is, no like, way. Math is math, close. bro. Like that's the one thing you can't conspiracy theory theorize your way the fuck out of. Like it's numbers. Be like, God, like, like, go back to talking about how like Bush did 9 11 or some shit. That actually has a little bit of weight compared to that shit. Like, it actually has a little bit of a little bit of weight to it. Yeah, I agree 100 percent with that. Like, but like, man, um, but no, I just, and like, and also Mac Miller put on an amazing album, Rest in Peace. I actually, did a memorial show for him like, uh, a few weeks ago, and that was really Dude, cool. He, to see he was it was surprising to me how many people that I was close friends with that didn't really like remember Mac Miller when really? he like died I was like dude we used to listen to that on repeat like in really? college like we were listening to it all the time and people were like I don't know I don't remember Mac Miller <laughs> and I was like you're an idiot get out of here because <laughs> like he literally was 10 days older than me oh that's so, crazy like, with me just being kind of like me dealing with depression and shit like that and like whenever somebody dies doing an overdose or suicide it kind of fucks me up and, right like, this whole like am I going to be next thing that comes in the back of my mind and him being 10 days older than me like literally he was exactly 10 days older than me and I was like I almost in my mind I was like I have 10 days left I'm gonna fucking kill myself I, oh I don't Jesus know which is fucked up but it's like <laughs> I, I just I, that's what happens like I don't understand why I'm like but I mean this, you're, but you're, like, a, you're a deep thinker we're, but, we're, we're all deep thinkers yeah, here yeah, but it's been more than 10 days so I'm still here which is nice um <laughs> So no. I, think, I think I'll be all right for another few days. At least. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of those things that uh, that I think I've been really excited about is seeing people that are like chasing after something and doing something that, you know, most of us aren't doing like the podcast. This is something that like I wish I could do full time. Mm -hmm. I've uh, I've worked myself into, I would say, like middle to upper middle class so like now right. I can't just quit my job and do this <laughs> right. because we have too many things that count on my income but uh, if I could I would in a heartbeat just like stop, drop everything and do this sell ads bro yeah I'm trying dude <laughs> trying get, uh, get Wingstop as a sponsor we uh, need shout, to shout to Wingstop by the way uh, run me my check because I need some Wingstop right now fat boy <laughs> <in> a 10 piece <laughs> and, uh, well played. and Johnny is uh, I'm, t I'm having him take the reins because he uh, mentioned Gents Barbershop uh, last yeah. week and they they messaged me on Facebook right away and said thanks for the shout out they must listen to the podcast they too really? yeah so right. I told him I was going to have Johnny take the lead on on doing some like kind of advertising deal with them really? um, and I, I want to build for the podcast personally I want to build something local like I want people yeah. that are local businesses to like sponsor us and we'll like work out a deal with them so that you know it's it's only if you get business from us like yeah. you're not going to give me money right. and then you not see a return on it so the the flip side of that i want you to i want me to send people there they say they heard about it on this and then they go then they give us like you know 10 percent of whatever that is or right. something like that that's what i want to work out i need to figure out i need to get like somebody that's a lawyer or something to figure right. out like how to actually have agreements because how am i going to track if bro, somebody like a lawyer.com bro what you talking about <laughs> yeah. shout to them by the way run the check <laughs> <laughs> but what i want to do real quick is i want to play your song if you're okay with that Absolutely. Uh, play your song for the audio listeners and then we can watch the video 
Not for sure. And uh, by the way, everyone, uh, Eddie Blake is spelled with a Y. Just everyone wants to know. Oh yeah, E D D Y. Yeah. Make it full screen. For the listeners, for sure. Yes. <laughs> Where's that at? Yeah. Uh, it was actually shot at the Vogue, um, Shallows in Greenwood, and um, at my boy Wild Sal's house. Shot That's the Wild Sal. So nice. fucking awesome. This fuck line, by the way. I can see you, I can focus now. Need you to bring me to that baseline. I can't blame nobody. I apologize for not being as sweaty as I am. <laughs> well, I can already tell this room's getting hot, too, so fuck. <laughs> I thought it was better than the other one. It still is. <laughs> hits me because <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go home sometimes <laughs> Not to be weird. Hey, no, I, 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 it's incredibly, I'm incredibly grateful. Like. <laughs> Shot with the lights, we found by accident. Really? Yeah. It's badass, dude. I like as soon as this is over, I've got like tons of questions. So. Yeah. So, who? First of all, who? Who? Like, who produced the video? Like, who did yeah. that? Yeah. Um. His name. The person I connected with was Landry Long what actually happened is which if you guys want to hear another song mm. we could definitely go into it but it's a song I um, 
wrote for an artist I'm currently developing named Low Vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's somebody I went to high school with, and he always kind of wanted to do the music thing, but he never really had the resources. And I was like, I started writing this record one day, and I was like, this is a pop song. I'm my whole shit's about wanting to kill myself and getting fucked up all the time. I can't, I can't fucking, I can't sing a pop song. No one will take this seriously. And um, then I saw Angelo pull or Low Vibes pull up my Instagram one day. I'm like, huh. Text my boy. I'm like, hey, do you uh, still want to do this music thing or no? He goes, well, yeah, I've been like, I just haven't had the resources. I'm like, right. I have a record for you. He goes, what? I just, what do you do next week? And we pulled up, cooked this record up. Let's look that. Is and, it on here? Yeah, it's, let's uh, look it up. Oh, it's, it'll yeah. Actually, we found it on there last night because someone okay. was asking me about it last night. No, that's fucking. Um, dude, so, but like I said, like when that's why, like seeing the quality of that mm-hmm. video and like the quality of your your sound, like. I was just like, I did not think that that was somebody that was like right down the road from me. Like, you know, like I just, I was just surprised and I, I'm sure there are people doing stuff in Indiana like that. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, I haven't seen it. I mean, not to gas myself up here, but a handful of people who are really connected in with the, the <laughs> local scene have said it's the best music video they've ever seen out of that. Dude, I mean. Which I think it's the second best. Um, shouts to uh, Baby Ebony in his uh, video uh, Euphoria. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh I would say this is probably second. That was, I mean, it was, it's just good. And like I said, like I'm not bullshitting you when I say I get goosebumps because I feel like I, and this is, it's actually been scientifically proven that some people have that, uh, way to, and to hear stuff. Mm -hmm. And when you like get goosebumps, that means you're hearing it on like a different level than people that listen to music their whole life and don't ever have that feeling. So then that means that, I think that, I don't know, my my whole, like, the science that I listened to or read about isn't exactly my theory. My theory is when I listen to something and the hair on the back of my neck stands up and I get goosebumps, I know that it's, oh, go ahead. What the Z? What? What the Z? Oh. But, no, you're fine. Um, but, yeah, like, when I'm listening to something and my theory is when I can, like, get goosebumps or the hair on the back of my neck stands up... Mm it's a lot of the times when I'm listening to it with other people. And I know, like, in my opinion, I know that other people like this and like, I know that's weird, yeah. but like, even when I, I was like, I was, uh, I played uproar for like my friends when we were driving to the casino last night mm-hmm. and like, Stand by, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you told me you were busy. So, um, and it sucked because I lost forty dollars in about a minute, like literally <laughs> one minute. I put in tw- I put in twenty dollars, lost twice. Put in another twenty dollars, lost twice. I was done. I'm I was like, addict, dude, I'm not gonna. So I, was like, I was like, I'm not gonna put any yeah. more money into this fucking machine. But anyway, so like, listen and listen to music though. I think that uh, you can tell when something is gonna be liked by a lot of people at least in my opinion that's what i feel that's and that's what i feel about that song that you that i just happened to stumble across <laughs> and then we get to talk to you in person like I, i'm just like i'm over the, like i'm like kind of blown away by it <laughs> yeah. right now like it's just kind of cool and and the fact is that you you released that on youtube four days ago it's got like 1100 1200 views and like yeah. i think it's just gonna keep going up because <laughs> i see people sharing it and like because i follow you on facebook now and i see people sharing it liking it commenting on it so have you had any like uh negative comments at all uh yeah someone commented because obviously i'm running ads on instagram yeah i uh, just kicked in yesterday um and someone commented um what happened to your voice? <laughs> like, like, why? And the thing is, I clicked on it and I was like, oh, this guy's in a band. Maybe he wants to know what kind of plugins like, I use on there. Like, I, like, it, I was like, it's like 90% chance of being an asshole. Mm-hmm. 10% he's just socially inept and like just really wants to know. So I you know, DM him, um, like, hey, um, I'm pretty sure he's being an asshole, but if you're not and yeah. you don't know what plugins I use, like to kind of just 
create this extra like my voice is draining as it is but like to make it extra draining mm-hmm. like let me know and he goes it sounds like you have a dick in your mouth. <laughs> Dude, I, I honestly can't. I like. I hope that my show gets big enough that people will be an asshole. Just oh, because, because I've had like a couple like here and there, but it was like always. It was more like social media related because I used to do. I used to just like retweet and tweet and like just everything that other people said and somebody following me was like dude you're just like an echo chamber for a bunch of other people and it got me really pissed off but then I like kind of looked at it I was like yeah like he's kind of right like I got really mad and had a whole episode based off of like talking shit about this guy and then I realized like then I was like oh he's actually right about this but um you're you, I mean no matter what you're gonna have people that don't like oh, yeah. the thing that you do but then you know I think like I said dude I I'm excited because I feel like we're on the ground floor and I think that uh, I think that you're gonna get uh uh, I think you're going to get really big and I think oh, I, I want you to just keep us in mind, man. Oh, for sure. Because <laughs> like I said, uh, Juice in the Morning is like uh, it, whenever we have a guest on, especially somebody that I think has the talent that you have, you're instantly like you already have like one, two, like I know that we have listeners, but in the room, you'll have like four guaranteed people that are always going to promote your stuff <laughs> right. and always going to like like share do all that stuff because i feel like we try to build that like loyal like you know friendship with people that we have on the show and we've done it with multiple podcasts that have been on here i've been on other podcasts and um you know we just built we're trying to build that like community that you know supports each other because we're all doing something we're all creating something that we hope is going to eventually lead us to not have to do the jobs we hate. Right. At least in my, in my sure. position, I want to get away from the job. Why do you I think hate. I'm holding on to those coattails, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so what's this, this is hideout so, low vibes. Yeah. So what happened is I wrote this record, brought it to my guy and me and my guy kind of changed it a little bit. We cooked it up together. Um, um, and like, this is his debut song. This is the first song he's ever like really made since like we were in high school. And, um, it's a pop record, so I want to play this because this is this is the reason why I met the guy who did the video. Okay. So you'll run this really quick. It's a pop song, so we're gonna just get down. Yeah, and it's two fifty four. Which how do you feel? Oh, turn it down. This is not the song, guys. <laughs> this is not the song. No, you're okay. I got it. I, tur- I turned. I <laughs> turned it down. We always have ads. Like that's why I always pull this pull them up before we start the video. But I didn't do that with this one. Uh, I, I pulled the Joe Dirt. I'm and, new. And, and Johnny's new. Johnny's new. He's he's like this used to be controlled by me as everything was, and I'm trying to hand over more responsibilities. I dig this already. Oh yeah. too because that reminds me of like my time when I was driving around like in the cornfields right like I wanted to keep it like really true to like um like 
what we have here. Yeah. You know what I'm, saying? Like, I'm very big in the city. I'm the city. Like, dude, in, Indiana's not a bad place, dude. It's awesome. Well, Indiana sucks. Indianapolis is dope. Indianapolis like, <laughs> is the fucking greatest city in the world. I, I agree. All I'm saying, man, the, the stuff that you guys are doing, whoever you're working with, you guys have very clean and uh, great looking visuals on top of the music. Like, it's just, it just looks sharp. Like, it looks like what you want it to look like. <laughs> actually, it's funny. I actually did this cover. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. That's fucking I awesome. I shot on everything. And so I didn't have my, my camera. Like, it was a back of camera. It was yeah. just like, I was really upset when I needed to do a, a music video for this because of the timing didn't work out. This is a very summer record. Yeah. Because um, I was going to have this big ass dance break down here. I was like, that was going to be crazy. <laughs> and I just never got to it. I was like, upset about it. But, yeah. The way we moving, we ain't losing no more. No. This, this part's hard. No, no. Ooh. We ain't losing no more. I'm choosing. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Like I said, I'm I'm very impressed and I I want to keep this as like a, a continuing relationship. Like oh, I want to sure. be able to like have you guys in and like do this kind of thing because it's awesome and it's it's cool to be around people that are doing stuff well. You know, because yeah. <laughs> I it, it, it's okay to be here. Because I because I've because I've met around I've met I've been around I've been around some people that are not doing their thing so well, but I still like them a lot. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. That's that's the struggle in general. I feel like being in a arena that's cre- creatively driven. Like there's so many people who want to do this shit who aren't built to this. I actually wanted to ask that about um, when I asked you about like current music. Like, how do you feel about the fact that it, almost anybody with a MacBook and a microphone can like make a song? Do you uh, think that, that takes away from that? It's it's interesting because I think Soldier Boy is actually the, somewhere. Well, I think Soldier Boy is the most influential entertainer of our entire lifetime. I'll be honest. He's the first motherfucker. That's to, that's to blow that's a so. bold statement. Well, think about it. We'll watch. I'm, I'm ready right to hear. Now. I'm ready to hear. Uh, so think about like who was the first artist who blew up off of YouTube. Soldier Boy. Yeah. Who was the one who showed you it doesn't fucking matter what you have? He had Fruity Loops, no keyboard, and fucking was recording on his built in mic, and he created Ya Bitch Ya, which is a fucking hit. <laughs> That's like, crazy. I didn't know point. that he was doing that off of his uh, computer microphone. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It sounded like shit. Yeah. So I'm assuming it was a computer microphone. I know for a fact. And I downloaded so many of those songs. Uh, oh my God, absolutely, <laughs> we did. But um, so he's the first person who showed you that it was possible. Like he made so much ringtone money. Shouts to ringtone money. Anybody yeah, got ringtones out there right now. <laughs> Does <laughs> but, anybody uh, even use ringtones anymore? I actually was around someone who had one like two weeks ago, and I just go, "What the fuck? Is that a Motorola?" Are you t- are you time traveling, traveling right Welcome now? Welcome to 2018, bro. We keep our shit on vibrate <laughs> right. all day. Do not disturb for life. <laughs> but no, um, so I think it's really important that because like without that, we wouldn't have people who impacted people like like we talked about XXX earlier like he, he, one of his biggest records that Scott Brolin would sound like shit because he just did it himself but it was a great song so right. people latched onto it so I think it's really important but also it creates a lane for motherfuckers who are generally just not talented which is yeah unfortunate um, but like and the thing is people also underestimate like how long it takes to actually not suck at something like everyone unless you're fucking like 
No, actually, not even unless you're anybody. Like everything you make sucks at first. Everything. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, I've been made fun of by the Smugcast quite a few times <laughs> about my first few episodes, but that's because I just did things differently than them. I just yeah. I, I I got the equipment and I just did it. That's I just started just started doing it, <laughs> and uh, and they they did the they did that it the right way. They practiced a few times before they actually ever released something. And I'm kind of the, I'm not that way. I'm not a practicer. I'm a yeah. doer. Like I gotta I gotta like just do it. Like um, the the we I did stand up one time, and uh, it was like a part of a bucket list thing. And we had been talking about it with Smugcast, and like I I I like wrote some stuff out. And then, like on the way there, as I just threw it out the window, I was like, "Nope, not doing that. I'm just gonna go up there and tell a story that I've told a thousand times because it's gonna feel feel a lot more comfortable for me, and I know the beats of it, and I think it's gonna be funny." And I got a few laughs, so like it was a very good feeling. It's not something I'm gonna continue to do. I'm not like I. It's, to me, the the stress and the like the the way I felt going up in front of people to make them laugh. Like I don't think I would have a problem doing like a live podcast or like going up in front of people and like doing something different. But if I feel like I have to make them laugh, I get stressed out. And I don't think that the 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 laughs didn't give me that uh what is it that Fuel. that feeling that everybody like talks about that right. is like dude it just hooked me like it was yeah. like a drug like i got hooked on it <clears throat> that wasn't the way for me it was like ah, that was good i like that that was fun but i don't ever want to fucking do it again yeah. don't really care thanks like, for it, the funky time don't ever call me again. <laughs> <laughs> no i feel that like i actually thought about getting to stand up for a minute as well um i wrote a bit that like a handful of people who are very who would tell me oh this is not funny or this fucking sucks they loved it but it was super dark like we're talking about it starts out like and it's hard to start i've heard from comedians it's hard to start if you're going dark right away because you have like because a lot of uh stand-up comedians like if you look at old stuff by um who is it there's like there's a couple guys out there that like are darker now but when you if you look at their like very first stuff it was like hey how's it going tonight everybody can we get a round of applause for that last comedian and then like they tell just like oh, yeah. che- like cheesy kind of jokes but then as they like got got more comfortable and more uh, okay with like this the scene they were able to like dive deep into the, the really? like darker spots because you, you have to have the crowd on your side. Mm-hmm. So like if you're going dark right away at an open mic, it's tough because uh, open mics, like when we, like for example, I didn't go this week, but the Smugcast guy, BJ went up and BJ said that uh, he had to follow a racist woman in a wheelchair. Like that was, oh and, she, and she was doing very racist jokes and she was in a wheelchair and he oh, had to follow man. that. Oh, I would have been rolling the whole time. <laughs> and, and, and he said it was hard to follow because like everybody was kind of like in a, like a weird mood when he got up on stage and it's just, but I always suggest that if you are going to try a stand up like uh, a a open mic, you got to go to Anderson where we went, Kettletop Brew House. Great crowd, like almost ninety nine percent of the time. Unless you got to follow a racist white chick in a wheelchair, like right. I mean, that might be difficult. But just punch the white girl in a wheelchair. Who gives a fuck? That's <laughs> roll, definitely like roll her off the stage, like just forward. Like, I like, like you're gonna like, oh, I'll roll you off the stage for you, and then just dump her. Like. <laughs> That's a good move. I like yeah, that. I think I that. should have told man. BJ I'm still and I proud of my next time. Trying <laughs> next time there's a very, a very specific situation: racist white woman <laughs> talking shit at an open mic. <laughs> that's that's what you do. That's, um, but no, it's like I wanted to get into it, but like it started it started out like the the bit I wrote was like I actually stole a little bit from my friend and mm-hmm. then kind of looks like in order to make it less heavy at first and then kind of dive into it, dive into it later. It starts out like, oh hey, 
the experience is a straight dude at the gay bar. It's amazing. Gay bars are great. Whatever. And there's jokes, jokes, jokes. And then I say some shit like, oh, I wasn't always hanging out at gay bars. And I go into a bit about me getting molested when I was five. Oh, <laughs> so it's yeah. really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. It is, I mean, but that's, that actually might work, though, because you'd get they, you'd get them on your side. Yeah. And then you get to the point where it's like, oh. But then you then you hit them with the punchline and then they got to laugh. Right. Because you have to. Like, I mean, I, I'm, but I'm also, like, I've always said, like, I'm a good person person having the crowd too because i laugh at everything like right. i'm like i'm really easy to laugh at almost anything um john, like you just enjoy your life man i'm so proud of you <laughs> dude <laughs> it's it's all a facade trust me <laughs> Big, mood. Big mood. uh but johnny also wants to like he wants to try stand up and i tell him all the time he just needs to go up there on a wednesday night to uh kettle top brew house mm-hmm. they need to write me a check yeah. let's do it <laughs> run that um but uh, uh let me get back to the reason we play yes. hideout um, it's because I wrote the song and it only has 27 views on this YouTube channel which we didn't put it up here some random motherfucker put it up here which is really tight um, but it's got like 5,000 streams between Apple Music and Spotify um, on yeah SoundCloud. and I saw that I, like, I saw that your songs on Apple Music I downloaded it right away you're on all the streaming services as well and um, this one you said it's like it's on Spotify and all that stuff yeah, as, well. It's on there as well how do you how do you like the streaming services um, it's cool um, I'm actually really excited about Ghost Town because I'm using a different distributor who actually uh, is which actually it's a new startup run by the former CEO of Interscope which is dope um, that's actually, fucking cool it's I think it's you're crazy. I think you're making the right moves <laughs> like, man it's crazy this, this is actually now doing the Juice of the Morning podcast may not be the right move but. Uh, uh, is everyone <laughs> there like it's terrible as the people in this room because that might be the case no, 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 no I'm kidding I love you please buy all my music I love you guys are great um, um, but no uh, it's crazy because this is actually the record that opened a lot of doors for me it's not even my song which yeah. is insane like um so I kicked it up for for low we you know did it released it whatever um it got 18,000 plays on SoundCloud um you know about 5,000 between Spotify and That's Apple awesome. Music um and then obviously you know apparently 27 from this video <laughs> hey we just uh, added another one so. let's go um, but uh like some an AR from that, that start out reached out to us which is a distribu- distribution company that only takes certain artists right now which is nice um and you know I kind of weasel my way in there um and Lowe's gonna be releasing with them soon too um and also Landry Long he actually uh is the person who directed Ghost Town heard the song I kind of manage a quasi manage low vibes and so like he hit up uh landry hit up low at low center my way i'm like yeah so like what's good blah blah i happen to be the guy who does all the video stuff for mark battles okay who if you guys know him he's probably the biggest rapper out of nap right now um i've heard the name i don't know though yeah he's uh signed to uh, qc like quality control yeah um it's like kind of a low-key thing because he's not really he doesn't really do the same shit as a lot of those guys do mm-hmm. so it's kind of like tangential i suppose yeah um but uh so you reached out it's like yo like this is amazing blah 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 um, also we have this song that we're gonna have with Mark that you know I produced I'm talking about Landry um, I'd love for Lo to be on I'm like yeah sure like let's work something out like let me get a video like or a discount on a video or whatever because shit's beautiful and um, he's like yeah for sure so he hit me up you know he sent me the, sent me the record me and uh, Lo went out to uh, Dayton shouts to Smart Boy Studios and Raised the Bar Studios over there my boy Ash Matthews uh, we cooked it up and uh 
it was awesome. And How did you build all these connections, dude? If, <laughs> like, is it just like random? Um, no, that's fucking with me. It's, like, awesome. it's, it's, the, it's, yeah. the, it's the internet. It's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's just the internet. It's and that's the beauty of the like, internet. It's incredible. Um, like, literally on some Facebook shit, I saw Ash Matthews do this music review Monday show where he talks about music. I'm like, oh, cool. Like, I sent him a record. He was like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, blah, blah. I'm like, cool, whatever. Like, let me come out there and criticize motherfuckers. I'm not going to back. Like, <laughs> and not to be an asshole, but like, I understand the science behind because the science behind making music a lot of times, and people don't realize how much science is actually on oh yeah you know what i'm saying it's not, it's half art it's half science yeah but um and so we kind of just connected from there we've got a big project it's kind of up. like a bar rescue <laughs> have you ever watched that show yes. John Taffer damn it's a science it really is but, uh, <laughs> no I completely like I don't know why I thought that I'm sorry no, it's funny it's funny um, very but, good uh, analogy I thought it really so, is you know. <laughs> that's great um, but then we kind of just linked from there um, we've kind of, we have something cooking in right now which is going to be really dope uh, if we ever get around to it both of our schedules suck so right. it's hard but um so so um, do you do do you do music and stuff like this full time do you have any other like um, other stuff that you got I going actually, on actually um, for the past year and a half I've been selling shoes full time and I recently um, I lost a lot of money uh, the, past, uh, the past like six months or so so I had to get a part time job okay. sucks hey that happens that happens to the best of us but, uh, and it sucks because like I put a lot of faith in this trip to I, I took a trip to LA in April mm-hmm. which um which is where I lost a lot of this bag. Um, Cause I was out there. Um, shouts to Lu- uh, Luxury Tax Fifty. He's actually about to get locked up, which sucks ass on a gun charge. Um, Jeez, he's the homie uh, who actually like linked me with some of these people out there in LA. Um, and I was like, I pitched records for Travis Scott's new album. Yeah, uh, yeah, album. I, I want to hear about that because yeah, we um, like we mentioned it earlier. Like I wasn't, I didn't realize like that's what I was out there for. <laughs> like I was like uh, my boy Amani kind of set it up low key. It's it's just been a connection, a connection, connection yeah. type thing. Um, and I get out there, you know, I link, I pull up the studio, and literally like I'm getting fit in between like. Hey, I've got to go get Migos their lane, and then I have a court date after that. So like, I have to get you in between here. Like it's it's insane. Like, That's ridiculous. Got to get like, some lean, and then uh, I got a court insane. date to go. Like, can, we, can we cut that? Because I feel like I'm snitching right now, which is fucked up. But, uh, I don't want to like also because there's some blood shit out there, and I'm not really trying to die. So right. like I don't want to like. Can we cut that, please? Yeah. But, uh, but no, like you know, I got fit in between some stuff, and it was um, it was just a great experience. I you know played some records, you know um. I, uh, we kind of worked on some stuff that was kind of just in the studio for a minute and um, I'm pissed because if I had known I literally was kind of like working on a, a song that was kind of Travis Scott-esque anyway but I hadn't finished it or recorded it at all right. and if I had known that probably would have got that was, ready I would have had it ready to go yeah. and I would I would have gotten a writer's credit on Astro because yeah. it's a fucking hit yeah. but I was but you know whatever uh, so another another record's actually you know worked on and got you so but like so. I mean but you're young enough that that's like that's not like a, oh, a, no, an ender for you or anything <laughs> no but it still like sucks uh, and then there was another connection out there I was supposed to meet like this try this guy who uh, apparently like signed some artists who had like made like one song for like a quarter million dollars and I'm like Jesus well, I'm, t- I'm, like, I'm tight as fuck like that motherfucker well not, I mean like, the the one <laughs> that you, the, the one that you, dude the one that you put out <laughs> right. that needs to be like I don't know how music works but that needs to be like uh, like big like I know I appreciate it needs to be like I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna push it <laughs> I appreciate that I mean I'm putting I, the, the goal it only people don't realize this, but only and I say only tentatively but like it only costs $60,000 to be a national artist yeah like which is a lot of money but it's not a lot of money right like, and I, I mean know. over like over a period of time that's like really not that much exactly. like that's I why like, that's why when you find out like cause I'm in like kind of the the corporate slash medical world and like 
it's crazy how like you'll get a raise and you think, oh man, ten thousand fucking dollars. That's a lot of money. Right. And then you spread that out over a year and you're like, oh, that's not that much. Like, money. <laughs> it's nice, I guess, but it's like I'm grateful, but like it's not that much. It's not that much, and it's not that much for for the expectations you have from my my individual work. Right. But no, uh, I think I think there's a lot going on with with music, and uh, I think that having you on here, man, is just so exciting. Like I just love it, and uh, I think that people need to. For sure, look up Ghost Town Single at Eddie Blake Music on Twitter. If you look him up on Facebook, it's at, it's just Eddie Blake, right? Yeah, it's uh, there is an ad. It's Watch Eddie Blake because mm-hmm. like motherfuckers apparently like stole my shit. So <laughs> uh, Instagram's also Eddie Blake Music. It's Eddie with a Y. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I appreciate. So, it. so what's what's the future look like? What are you what are you well, working on, or where are you trying to get? So there's a lot of things in the future. Yeah. Well, I want to hear all so, of them. All right. So first of all, let's uh, start with Low Vibes. Actually, yeah. that's. Uh, he is a cute light skinned kid who can sing, so obviously he's the meal ticket. <laughs> <laughs> so we're cooking, uh, we're currently working on a uh, a series for him. It's, uh, he's very uh, like will like love Will Smith, uh, yeah. and he's kind of felt a little out of place some places because um, he's been you know he lived here. He went to Greenwood. He was the only he was one of you know four black kids at Greenwood, so it's a little out of place for him right. here. Um, he went to Lakeland College to play basketball as a, at a JUCO and he moved to Ole Miss to get his degree and now he's back here and it's kind of like he felt he's always never really felt like he's been in the so you guys are kind of like kindred spirits too kind, kind of, of right kind of, yeah and um, so we're working on this whole like ser- we're working on a series of EPs it'll be a total of 12 songs 3 EPs for each um, so we're calling it the Fresh Prince Collection um, it's going to be called the Fresh Prince of Nowhere the Fresh Prince of Somewhere and the Fresh Prince of uh, Everywhere See, like I just got goose, I just got goosebumps about that. That's like dope. I think you guys have some good <laughs> shit going on. I appreciate it. Uh, this is gonna be conceptually, they're very tight conceptually. Um, we're working on some big features right now. Um, actually, um, shout out to Timothy Delgado. Uh, if you guys don't know him, he's the Asian dude from Wild and Out. He's actually amazing. Um, we've been internet friends for like eight years now, <laughs> which is insane. Like yeah. literally, just because of Twitter, like that's all it is. And, um, and he's actually gonna jump on uh, one of these records uh, once we figure out which one, which is nice, um, which is incredible. Um, and we're working on some other stuff too, uh, among that. But that's kind of like the whole. That's the that's that move. That's the move. That's, little, that's that little arm right there. Right. Um, Ghost Town actually was turned down by a major artist who I'm not going to name right now. Okay. Um. So you can tell me off the mic. <laughs> right. Um, but um. And so I've kind of weaselled my way into a baby bit of a connection to kind of hopefully pitch some other records just in yeah. general to other major artists. Um, that's just kind of to hopefully get my bag going so I can just quit all this bullshit and just make money on this music. Dude, that's what I, like, I mean, I'm, I'm so pumped for you to do that because I think that that's, I mean, that's what I look at. Like I look at people creating stuff and I'm like, dude, you, if you, and you already have a plan. I don't have a plan for this. Like, this is just like, right. I'm going to keep throwing shit at the wall until it sticks. <laughs> that's, sometimes that's all it takes. Like people don't understand like half the shit is luck. Like I can bust my ass, put a bunch of money in this bullshit and like have a plan and I can go off the rails and I can get right. fucked. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Like I have a plan because I, if by the time I turn 30, the shit's not popping to where I can do it full time no matter what, I'm going to go get my ass a job in supply chain. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to go get a fucking $40,000 a year job. I want to kill myself. And I probably will. I'm right there, man. Like, I probably Probably will. Hey, we'll uh, just we'll if, if that happens, we'll just kick it, dude. We'll, and, it, and, we'll, and we'll have we'll have fun and do the podcast. Like, like I always, I always like people think I'm joking, but I'm like I know I'm gonna fucking kill myself eventually. It's just like like and that's fucked up, but like it's what it is. It's like I'm gonna lose this fucking fight one day. I've been fighting it for 20 years. Like I mean, so it makes just, life exciting. It's just like, that at any moment you can just end it. Right. I, I don't know. I'm too scared because but also real shit. Like it's just like 
I know it's it sounds fucked up, and this also just goes shout out to anybody who's dealing with depression and the mental health issues in general. Because I mean, this shit's not a fucking game. No, but like, it sounds fucked up. But the thing that gets me through next day to the next day sometimes is just telling myself I won't fucking lose today. Yeah, it's uh, maybe tomorrow. Fuck, but fuck tomorrow. Right yeah. now, I'm good. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy, but um. Anyway, that got really yeah, heavy. Well, um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I mean, I've lived in that my, world for my, uh, yeah. And like, my, I, I've, the thing is, though, I feel bad because I feel like uh, I've known a lot of people in those situations. I've just never, I've never been there. So I feel like I can't relate because I've never, I love myself way too much. Like, uh, like uh, and to a point of probably like sociopaths, <laughs> slightly narcissistic, like, right. like, um, slightly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I just, I've never, I've never felt uh, a crushing like like a depression type situation. I've just never felt it. Right. And it's and the and I've also equated it to the same thing. Like, you know, I've had friends that have lost like people very close to them, close relatives, things like that. Never happened to me. Like I've just because I got like my mom had me when she was super young, so all of my family is still around, barring like unforeseen circumstances. They're probably going to be around for a long time. Um, and but the thing is, is like I. I will go out on a limb and say like, I've thought some like really deep crazy stuff because I do think about crazy stuff on a regular basis. Like I was, dude, I was in the shower two days ago and like just washing my hair. And I was like, I don't know why this thought popped in my head, but I was like, dude, you know, barring unforeseen circumstances, you got about 40 or 50 years left. Like, and that feels like a long time, but then what happens then? And I was like, right. and then I started like pretzel in my brain of like, oh fuck. oh fuck. Like, is it just like, cause I, cause I always like believe in like, I believe there's like, you know, I, I want to think that there's something else afterwards because I think I'm so like terrified. Like, cause my whole, my thing I've talked about on the podcast before is like, my thing is, is I don't, I don't want to die and not have made any impact at all. Right. And I, I know that there's so, I mean, there's billions of people. So like it's very rare that somebody actually makes any kind of impact on the world at all. But that's like, that's my biggest fear is like, I didn't do anything. And the thing is, is the way, the way the world's going right now, I'm kind of right in the middle. So I'm not really making any difference. So well, <laughs> one thing is crazy is like, I think I can't remember who said, it. I think it was Tupac who said, sometimes you don't have to be the one who changes the world. You have to be the person who inspires the change. I like so that. it's like, you know, if I, I don't have to do shit, but if I, some for something I do inspires you to do some shit that actually matters. Like fuck it, I still. That's matter. a great. I didn't even think about that. So I mean, that's, that's great. Hey, shout like to, to Tupac, bro. Dude, uh, <laughs> dude, I think that you're probably like my like top five favorite guest right now <laughs> yeah. of all time, yeah. and I've done 137 episodes. <laughs> I appreciate that. But, uh, I've yeah. done four, and, and you're goes, definitely my number one. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but no, I, I kind of want to go back to what you said about how like you've never experienced some of that shit. And the thing is, like, but you understand that. Oh it's, yeah, it's important that like. Sometimes it's enough to understand that you don't understand. And I'm trying to be a better person and friend than I was my whole life because I I used to be the person that'd be like, well, fucking stop feeling like that. Yeah, you're too busy being juice, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, recently with friends and like family, I've tried to be more straightforward, like, yeah. Instead of just sitting by the wayside and be like, oh, yeah, go do what you need to do, feel better, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to, because. I've always been like all about myself and now I'm trying to be more about my friends and family. And like, I think it creates a better, 
environment for my like for us in general and so like i've been asking people like so what can we do to like make you feel better or like what can i do is there something i can help you with does it take just me hanging out and just being by you and like letting you talk about your thing as opposed to like i said i used to just be like man you do you that's just i guess i'll call me when you're feeling better like (laughs) and and, uh i'm trying like i said i feel like i was so terrible then that i'm trying to be better now and i think that understanding where people come from is is very vital and my like even my little sister is telling my mom some like crazy stuff and i'm saying if she's listening like ali listen to this guy because what you said about like you know you're not gonna lose today like i mean that's that's good like do that ali <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a complicated way of saying one day at a time yeah like, every dark but one day at a time sounds so day. fucking corny and cliche that like people don't want to hear that shit which which I don't want to hear it either. So well, that's, what, that's what I said, like off the mic about asking some of the cliche questions to you to interview. You. I feel like it, uh, it opens up those avenues to like talk about other stuff. Whereas a lot of podcasts slash just interviews go, they ask that question, mm-hmm. then they move on to the next question instead of just exploring those, like, so your inspirations. And then we talked about like albums that we like right. loved and stuff like that. So it's, I think it's good. I think that, uh, I'm glad I had you on now and not when I was in the beginning of doing podcasts. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> it really does. It sounds dumb as fuck, but I really do appreciate you guys like bringing me out. Like, Dude, I so like, I want to stay in touch. I want to be, if you're ever doing anything and you want help or like, I just like being around stuff yeah. that's creative. And so, so does my friend, uh, BJ from the Smugcast. Like I like to, you know, I think that we're a way better podcast than them and they always talk shit that they're better than us but uh, I, uh, I just want to say that BJ and I have like created a really good friendship and uh, he just got a new job to where he's more available so we're going to be trying to create more stuff um, I want to do video like I want to learn how to do video like that like not necessarily music videos but like I mean I like my dream is to do a series of videos where me and the juice in the morning crew go out and we do stuff we've never done before. So just oh, like, wow. just like, uh, for example, archery, like I've never shot a compound really? bow ever in my life. So awesome. dude! And what I think would be fun is like, we kind of like make it a competition because I've always said that I'm pretty good at picking stuff up pretty quickly, but then I get average really fast. And then everybody else, <laughs> yes. everybody else puts in a lot of work and then they get, then they get, then they get a lot better than me. So like, cause for example, video games like Madden, like every time a new one would come out, I'd kick all my friends asses and then they like then I would kind of like just kind of hit a plateau and then everybody would be pissed that I was beating them and they would like figure out how to get really good and then just kick my ass so that's just what happens oh I have a question though what's the one thing that because I I have a thing I'm thinking of like I'm really good at picking up sports yeah same I'm like I'm not a crazy athlete but I mean I'm 6'1 I could dunk back when Mm -hmm. I was like not a fat piece of shit Um, like same whatever whatever. so like before I got shot but the one (laughs) but the one uh, that's that's for real damn I don't even know about that but uh, no, the one sport I never could pick up and like be good at at all was tennis. Fuck tennis. <laughs> Fucking crazy thing about that. My mom uh, sent a box of trophies over to my house because it had been sitting in her attic for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I was going through them, like pulling stuff out and like remembering like the year and everything. Funny thing, I don't ever remember being on a tennis team, but apparently I was on the first team tennis team in like sixth grade. Damn, I don't remember that at all. What a nerd! All I remember about (laughs) tennis, all I remember about tennis is playing in gym class and like kicking people's ass in gym class. But like, I I don't remember. I bet your dick feels really big right now. I could never pick up tennis. I was first team. No, dude, there's there's plenty of other sports that I fucking can't get. uh, I can't get good at. Cornhole is one of them. It's not really a sport. It's more of a pass. 
time. Let me, I'm good at it, so let me say it's this one. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's definitely one that like once again I can get average at, but I can't ever right. I can't ever beat the the elite players that I play right. against on a regular basis. So what's the thing that you that for some reason you can't pick up? I couldn't pick up tennis. What is the one thing you haven't been able to pick up? I don't know. That's a good. That's, this is my podcast now. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> that, that's a good question. Let me let me think about it. Um, so I played. I don't know. Not necessarily a sport, you know. Like you're yeah. talking about Madden and shit like that too. Like I want, I want to know uh, security. Shooters, <laughs> shooters, <laughs> video games that are shooting video games. Yeah. Every one of my friends have always been better, and it like infuriates me. <laughs> like it's like because like, I am a competitive person, and like we play. Uh, it used to be Call of Duty. I don't play that that much anymore. Uh, but Call of Duty, we'd play that, and like I would be what like because we'd trade the controller because like you're playing online, you want to do that competition. We'd trade the controller. I'd be watching people I'm like motherfucker. Like how are you guys that fast? That like good at it. whatever they're, they're and, over going 17 and 4 and you're just getting like chilled yeah, every time yeah, never like run out of a door and I just am dead we're pretty um, much like hey Justin just like crouch right there and chill we exactly I mean that shooter video games I've always been bad at um I will also say cards. I've never been good at cards, like any card game. Like Euchre, once again, I'm average, but people people, people talk shit to me on Euchre all the time because I always, I'm one of those people that always tries to go for like the big, like the big play. Like I'm going to, I'm going to win this. And then we go and we get beat really bad. Euchre is a very Midwest thing though. Euchre is so good. A lot of people don't know about it outside of the Midwest. Well, well, fuck y'all. The Midwest is the best place <laughs> in the world. I completely agree. 110%. But uh, yeah, I think we're, I think we're wrapping up. I mean, we, hit an hour and 11 and like i said dude i told johnny before you got here i was like i think this is going to be a very awesome easy podcast because when you've got somebody that's uh in involved in this kind of stuff it's easy for us to ask you questions and it's easy for you to answer i feel like and like kind of get like and but i want to say i appreciate you 100 percent because you went farther than i expected which is great that like that's like that's a win that you don't even expect that you're gonna get like yeah. that's like the browns you being, actually had a killer personality i yeah. didn't know if you were just gonna oh. kind of be like i make music and uh, dude i've had we've had people be that way <laughs> like yeah. um, i thought about like coming on like full-blown i want to fucking die all the time thing but yeah. i thought like that's a little too much for your listeners probably. <laughs> i tried to put on the, the eddie blake face yeah well that's that's <laughs> hey that's I mean, but we'll get we'll get you back and we'll talk the other way too. It doesn't matter to me. It's it's the it's the best. Like I go for the best conversation. I mean, like I said, we've had Jake Johnson on here from New Girl. That's amazing. And I would say you were more fun to talk Let's to than him. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Nick Miller. You ain't shit. <laughs> but once again, tell everybody where they can find you. Tell them, uh, you know what like what they should download, what they should look for, and also like the other thing that you were talking about with uh, with. Um, you just said it. Uh, Low vibes. Yes. Yes. Uh, I knew it was vibes, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Um, so, uh, appreciate y'all listening. Uh, Eddie Blake, you can look me up on Instagram, Twitter at Eddie Blake music, Eddie spell with a Y. Cause I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> um, and then, uh, obviously on Facebook at Eddie Blake, um, or watch Eddie Blake. If you're doing the little at, um, my new single ghost town came out on Wednesday for the video. And it came out on Friday on all streaming platforms. Save that shit. Add it to your playlist. Um, it's, it's badass. I appreciate You've it. heard it. And so you obviously have heard it. Um, but it's an, it's a game of algorithms out here. So if you add it to a playlist, if you don't listen to that motherfucker, I appreciate it. Like yeah. just, anything helps um because 
you know, marketing hasn't even hit him, hit for this motherfucker. So get yeah. in so you can tell your friends you're cool and heard. Yeah. You knew it before thing. everybody else. Right. <laughs> so, and also like, like I said, like I, I, I love those guys in the smug cast. I definitely suggest like, I'm going to give them your information. Like, yeah. and just like tell them to look you up because they do have a really good podcast. It's very like, they're, they're very sharp. They've got all their, I mean, their sound is very good. They always give me shit about my sound, but I think after <laughs> we've upgraded with the sound panels that Johnny brought in, I think it sounds a lot better in here. Um, but definitely want you guys to look up, look uh hook up because they're in greenwood so yeah. they've got to be like five minutes away from you <laughs> you just pop in and do a show with them they usually record at the same time as us um but yeah like i'm looking forward to the future for you oh, like like i'm pumped like i'm pumped that we got you on the podcast at this point because i'm hoping to see great things and then like we can get you back on and then that yeah. that helps us both kind of yeah. also i want to just go ahead and give you a um, invitation to October 21st. We're doing a live podcast at Colts tailgate. It's more of a, um, it's more of a party and mm-hmm. it's more of like, cause I do a, a fantasy football podcast on Wednesdays, right. but uh, we're doing it kind of like that. But like, I'm basically just bringing everybody that wants to like, kind of just hop on the mic for a few minutes and talk. <laughs> and then we're going to do that at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then the rest is going to just be a party. So we're just going to, yeah, up. we're just going to drink. Oh, you're gonna be- see, you're gonna just gonna drink <laughs> yeah. We're going to drink beer. We're going to play fucking cornhole. We're going to play music. We're going to play your song on repeat, like three or four <laughs> times. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I want to invite you to that. I want to invite the listeners to that because if you guys want to hang out with us, just come out. It's going to be October, October 21st, the Colts tailgate. I'll get like the uh, GPS location and like tweet that out or something because you know you never know where you're gonna be. Like I, I really haven't planned where I'm gonna be in the tailgate. I'm just gonna find a spot and post up. So that's what we did last year. Um, but yeah, look for us. I mean, we're on <clears throat> anywhere you can get a podcast. I mean, literally just look up Google Juice in the morning. You'll find it. We're on Spotify, which is pretty cool. I didn't know that we could get on Spotify. But if you're uh, if you're using any kind of Alexa enabled device, you just tell them Alexa play Juice in the Morning. It'll play our most recent episodes. And then uh, yeah, we're on Apple Podcasts and and many other places. So just uh, look it up. And obviously, if you're listening to this, share it with somebody because I I want that to happen. Um, we've had we've had less. We've had less interaction the last few months, but I think it's because it's the summertime and I think people are busy. So I think as it starts to cool off a little bit, I think people are going to get back hunkered down listening to podcasts. In their little cocoon. Yeah, and and texting us and messaging us. And then also, if you have anybody that is interested in coming on, you're more than welcome to come on with them and bring them in or they can come in on their own. Just tell them to uh, hit us up at, and we're also, email us at juice, it's juiceinthemorning at gmail.com. But once again, I appreciate you guys listening we will see you guys next weekend